Welcome to the Naked Truth. Okay. With yours truly, Miss Mom. And it's your boy, King Leo. Here is where we will share our experiences with life, heartache, pain, suffering, sorrow, defeat, and loss. Not only will we expose our darkness, but we will introduce to you the light through our faith in the God that overruled it all. Yo, what's up, everybody? We are ecstatic to be back before you all. I know it's been a little minute, but we are back with the Naked Truth Uncut. I am King Leo. Miss Mo, how are you, and what are we talking about today? I am blessed and highly favored, and today's topic... Oh, I didn't even ask, how are you? I'm good. <laughs> I'm blessed, thank you. Today's topic is living way too small. Hmm. Yeah, what do you mean by that? You care too. What I mean by that is that sometimes life can be calling us and pulling us and trying to expand us into our bigger space, meaning living outside of our normalcy, living outside of the box, living outside of fear, and living outside of our yesterdays. Mm. Yeah, that's... That's true. And what what do you think that um what do you why do you think people struggle with this idea of living beyond small places? Sometimes people can struggle because they don't believe in themselves enough. There are other times that people can struggle because they are afraid of the responsibility of wealth. Hmm. Is that I mean, yeah, I could see that. I feel like a lot of times, um, I think the biggest problem, I think you mentioned it, but like is believing in yourself. You know what I mean? Is believing that you are far um, beyond, you know, where you are right now in your life. You know, a lot of us, we, we adopt this, this small mindset to where everything that we think is small, everything that we do is small and we become so accustomed to that and like you said it can be a fear you know uh that some people may have of of expanding you know what i mean because they may feel like what if i drop the ball or what if i am not able to live up to the expectations and we should never be you know living you know to the expectations of people we should always live up to the expectations of god first and self but at the end of the day sometimes people feel like what if i fail or you know, what if I make a fool of myself, you know, and things like that's This is just what I believe personally, you know, that some people struggle with, you know, even like in myself, you know what I mean? Like I can admit that I, you know, sometimes will struggle with that, you know what I mean? And if I'm not careful, I can still struggle with, you know, with that. And there's a lot of times where I feel like I am bigger than where I'm at, you know what I mean? And some of our struggles is that we just don't know how to tap into that next realm, you know what I mean? Wow, that was powerful. Not knowing how to tap 
into the next realm. And even though we may not know how to tap into it, but if we put our hearts and our minds and our faith and trust in God, I promise you, he will lead us into the tapping room where we need to tap into the places that are calling us into bigger realms of mm-hmm. our lives. And as for myself, oftentimes in my past, and if I'm not careful, I'm so comfortable with being behind the scene that to ask me to come forward to be in a spotlight is challenging for me because I'm not a person that has to be in the spotlight, has to be seen, has to be popular or whatnot. But I know that greater is calling me and that there is a greater destiny. There's a greater responsibility. There's a greater gain to my life. And that I remember when we were in Jersey and we were shopping in North Jersey and this man that prophesied to me as before I crossed the street, he said to me, you have millions of people waiting on you. And I was in a funk that day because I had recently left Detroit a few, maybe a year, almost Um, before that time of meeting him. And I just didn't want to hear nothing about what I'm called to do because I was angry with life. But to hear him say that, and I can still hear his voice in my head to this day saying that you have millions of people waiting on you. And in my mind, sometimes I say, how can I serve the millions? Mm -hmm. And every day, I ask myself that question, what is so great in me that will qualify me to serve millions? And sometimes the fear of that will make me feel safe in a small room when the small room is uncomfortable for me. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, for a lot of people that have that mindset, you know, of obviously thinking outside of their norm, their, what's normal to them. They have that um, mindset as well. And it it could be it could be a struggle, you know what I mean? Um, depending on how you looking at it, you know. So for me, my thing is that I I don't want to say hate. I feel like that's kind of a strong word to use. But my struggle is, like I stated of feeling that I'm in a small space and feeling that there is something bigger that's like on the inside of me that's, you know, that's there just waiting to pop. You know what I mean? And like I said, of of not knowing how to actually tap into it. Well, let me not say knowing how to tap into it because I feel like I'm already like doing the work that's necessary. You know what I mean? In order to get to where I feel God is ultimately desiring to take me in my life. You know what I mean? I think the biggest thing for me, if I was to be honest, is just the patience you know, side of it. You know, a lot of us, we we have bigger thoughts and we have bigger dreams and goals, but some of us, we just don't have the patience. You know what I mean? And for other people, they're just too patient. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, which, <laughs> which can be true. that is me. I'm patient. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, like, mm-hmm. being honest and, you know, like, you you watch me in my life, you know, and I watch you in your life too. And there's a lot, you always talk about how uh, me and my sister, like, t- tell you, like, mom, like, you should be doing this or you should be doing that. But then you, you know how you always... Fall into your bubble because <laughs> you love your <laughs> bubble. But, like, that's just how you are. But it's just, like, we can just – we can see the bigger picture. You know what I mean? Not saying that you can't see it, but we can see the bigger picture. And so, like, we try to push that, you know, 
like really push that upon you and try to you know make you like see that as well and i get it you know what i mean but like i said you're the person that's like i'm patient you know i'm gonna trust god i have the faith you know what i mean obviously you believe you're a believer that faith without works is dead because obviously you don't just you know sit around and just say god make this appear no you actually like i see you do the work and put in the work and stuff like that but like you're the person that has that that patience you know what i mean and you can like just be okay with where you are right now in a season of your life but as for like people like me and it's just being honest, you know, I think that's where my biggest struggle come from. And that's why I find myself in places sometimes where I get tired. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I feel emotional right now. But, like, I get tired. Let vulnerability showcase itself. Oh, my God. It sounds like a radio <laughs> ad, bro. <laughs> but, like, no. Like, I, that's that's just how I feel. You know what I mean? I feel like there's always more that we can be doing as a people. When we look out into the world and we look out into our communities and stuff like that. I feel that there is so much more that we can be doing, but I also have to learn to adapt the mind, adopt the mindset, and to adapt my lifestyle to this is um, that everything happens in due season. Everything has a time and a place, and for where I am right now, God is using all that He is using right now in this season of my life to prepare me for the next. So I guess that's where my mindset has to eventually evolve to. And one thing I want to say to you is that you don't think that what you're doing is enough. Yeah, that's that's true. A lot of people struggle with that, but I, I struggle with that too. Yeah, and when you get in a place to where you despise not the small beginnings, the small steps, and the small accomplishments that you're having in your life, then you can celebrate those places. And the more you celebrate your beginnings, the bigger the room gets for you. Yeah, that's true. You tell me that all the time. I think too, like, I think I I I appreciate the small beginnings. You know what I mean? I just always think like, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, it's not that, it's not that uh, I don't always feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like sometimes I do too much. <laughs> to be honest with you, you know what I mean? Like sometimes, I, the only reason why I say that is because I feel like sometimes, like I put a lot on my plate. You know what I mean? Like I'll say, all right, let me do Bible study three times a week. Then let me add in the men's Bible study group. Then let me try to keep up with the podcast. And then when people reach out to me and they want advice or whatever it is, I'm like, okay, let me do all of that. So I feel like the workload is there. You know what I mean? I think my biggest focus is like how you stated. I have to. I have to not be too concerned about the platform, you know, being bigger than what it needs to be right now, because obviously God, he'll never put more on us than we can bear. He'll never give us more than we can handle. He gives us exactly what he knows that we can handle in a particular area or space or season in our lives. And so I think that's where I need to get to within myself and in my spirit to where I'm more, I can be more at peace with that is like not despising my platform because i I think, to be honest, the platforms that we have is very, very powerful. You know what I mean? The Instagrams of the world, the Facebooks, the Twitters and stuff like that is very, 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 very powerful. But I think I get in my head too much, you know, with the prophecies and this is going to happen and you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And I, and like I said, I'm a person that I think that rushes life too much instead of enjoying each moment. And so, like, instead of rushing life, like I said, just allowing it to happen. And that's that's the thing that I'm trying to, you and know, that's get. why these moments keep reoccurring in your life, mm -hmm. because until you get in that place where you are content 
with the state you're in and that you can enjoy the journey and the process and that you can celebrate your waiting room, then you will see the changes. Until then, you will continue to allow whatever state of mind or being that you're in mm-hmm. to discourage you. Right. Because one thing about God is that he's not watching a clock. It's us that watch the clock. And every time a minute goes by, it can either inspire, encourage, or motivate us, or it can deplete us. It can destroy us. Because I was once a person that watched the clock. I remember when God promised me years ago in my early 20s that he was going to bless me with two babies, that he was going to bless me with a child. And I, do you know how long that took? I was, what, 37, close to 38 when God blessed me with two babies. And even though they didn't come out of my womb, because I know in my early 20s, I was pronounced sterile for two tubercle pregnancies that I had, losing two of my babies, but it didn't make me give up my faith in God. And it, the thing that we need to get away from is that just because the word goes out on Sunday, sometimes it'll appear on Monday or next week, but other times it takes weeks, months, days, and even years. And all God wants to know is, do you trust me? Will you still wait on me? Because when you show God that you're tired of your small places, then he'll allow you to sit there even longer until you become grateful for your small beginnings. Because first he has to trust you. And if you can give up in the small room, anything can happen in the big room and you will lose your way and lose out on serving your God. That's true. And I, it's, it's always easier, you know, uh, said than done because like sometimes I find myself, you know, even what you just said to me, like I'll find myself preaching that same lesson or message to people. And then it's just like, for me, sometimes it's kind of hard to digest it myself. And I feel like a lot of us do that. You know, we we struggle with that. Like, it's easier for us to say or to encourage or to inspire somebody else. You know what I mean? To do it. But then it's just like when it when it's your turn to actually live out what you're saying and what you're talking about and preaching, sometimes it could be a it could be a struggle. But I mean, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. And I do need to learn how to, like I said, to be more appreciative even in the small like areas you know small rooms in my life or the waiting room or you know whatever like that but like yeah like i i that's something i'm working you know towards and everything and you gotta overcome it the bible says that if be not weary in Mm well-doing that if you faint not you shall reap your reward and a lot of times don't let Because one thing you have to understand about God is that once the word goes out of his mouth, it shall do exactly what he said it will do. Mm -hmm. And if he didn't put a date and a time on it, then why are you stressing? Why are you worried? Because one thing I've learned is that I've learned to love my small beginnings. 
And the more I appreciate them, the bigger my life gets. Even I thank God that there was a time that I hung out with small people, small minded people, people that didn't have a vision, a goal or some type of dream. There was times that I felt so comfortable in that kind of circle. And I thank God for when he asked me to leave them, they or the others that I was willing to do it. Even though I walked alone, I'm grateful that I was willing to sacrifice the small company so that I can be put in companies that are greater. And not saying those people are evil and, and just dogmatic no, or but whatever. I understand. But God is always, Zion is always calling us higher into a bigger room. Mm-hmm. And we have to be patient again with the call. We have to be patient whatever state of being or mind that we're in in the moment. And again, you will take the test over and over until you pass it. Right. I was actually, I actually wrote a, a podcast episode for like a topic on that. It's, I think it's called um, I Am My Circle. And it talked, and I'm going to talk about that as well. Like how when you, st- when you mentioned that, a lot of times I think that's people's biggest problem as to why they never uh, elevate from that small, you know, mindset or, or thinking, you know, in their lives is because the you a lot of times people don't realize one of the biggest things that play a role in your life is the people that you keep around you, Amen. you know, and like that's what can either motivate you or that can keep you in a place to where you're not not motivated at all. Where you're small. Yeah. And uh, I think. I don't know how the saying it goes, but it says something like if you look around if you look around in your circle and you're not motivated, that's not that's not a, a circle. It's a uh I think it's like a box or something like that. So basically you're boxed in is what I think it's trying and to say. And there's another one that says that if you're the biggest one in your circle, you're in the wrong circle. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, because you should always because be you a, will be drained yeah. carrying a bunch of people that all they do is take and never reciprocate back to you the things that you have given to them. And I am so careful about the company I keep because I found out in life that some people rather see you small because misery loves company. And if you even look like you trying to grow, people will come against your mind, your spirit, your heart, your life. They will create all kinds of hell for you so that you don't get bigger than them because some people love to stay in small places and God is desiring that all of us come higher get in a place where we want more right. and I'm not just talking about no more money more fame more this that I'm talking about more more wisdom more knowledge more morals more values more worth you see what I'm saying? Well, we can see ourselves bigger than our history, bigger than our background, bigger than our past, bigger than our mistakes. God wants us bigger because we serve a mighty big God. If the earth is his footstool, we serve a big God. So God will journey you in a small place But Zion is always calling you to an upper room, a bigger place, bigger than where you are right now. But first, 
He has to groom you. He has to prepare you. He has to trust you. He has to test and try you before he can elevate you. And if you keep quitting and throwing in the towel because you're tired of the room you in, you're going to stay in that room until you fall in love with it. And then that's when you outgrow it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, too, um, what holds a lot of us back is not only what people are saying about us or to us of telling us what we can and cannot do. And obviously, it's, it's, it's never good for us to buy into these things that people say. But I think it's also a big part of what we tell ourselves and what we allow ourselves to believe. You know, a lot of times when we step out on faith um, to pursue a goal or a dream or to pursue a higher, you know, version of ourselves, a lot of times the first thing that presents itself for a lot of us is either the anxiety, the nervousness, or the fear. You know, and a lot of us, we allow these this these things to stop us and make us feel some type of way about ourselves to where when we done doing whatever it is that we're doing for the first time, we 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 begin to put so much judgment on it that it literally alters our mind and our path of pursuing, you know, this or whatever your goals or dreams may be, you know, further. And so like I think that's a big thing too. I remember when I was um trying to pursue acting and I remember the first time like I would go out for like the auditions, you know, whether I was doing a tape audition or rather I was in front of somebody even uh like being on the stage or whatever like that it's like soon as I was getting ready to do it all of these thoughts of not being enough or not being able to succeed or do all the, all these things to start like flooding you know what I mean so it's just like yeah I was taking a leap of faith but at the same time it was like all these other things started presenting themselves so it's just like am I really taking a leap of faith or am I trying to muster up enough faith to tell myself that I can do, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I could do this, but then it's just like, at the same time, I'm like, bro, like, I'm so scared. Or, like, it's like, at the end of the day, I feel like, what do we have to lose if we just take a shot? You know, mm-hmm. if we just take a chance and actually, like, put ourselves in the position, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? To be all that we can be, you know what I mean? And to come out of these small-minded places, you know what I mean? Like you say, even these small-minded friend groups, a lot of times people... People take it so personal when you outgrow them. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing people don't, even like sometimes when you outgrow a person, you may take it personal because you may feel like, yo, why is this person no longer in my life? Like, or what, what happened to the friendship or the friendship was good or that, that, like that. Like, and sometimes we take it so personal, but we don't realize that when we, when we outgrow anything or anyone, we should celebrate Mm-hmm. That's because we reached a new level in ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that I've been learning, you know, all my life. And like, I'm not going to lie and say, oh, it's, a, it's it's not a struggle. Like sometimes, yeah, I do feel a type of way if I'm no, if I no longer have a certain, you know, friend group or whatever like that. But at the end of the day, when I get over myself and I get past the feelings and the emotions of it, I'm like, I, I see what you was doing right there, God. I see why you had to remove these these this people or that person or whatever it may be. I see why you had to do that. You know what I mean? Or I even see why you had to take me out of their life because they've outgrown me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Grow out, um, growing, um, excuse me, but growing will always cost you something. And a lot of times the greatest price of growing is pain. Mm. Yeah, it is. And it, like I said, at the end of the day, when you real, you just have to allow yourself to not take it personal mm-hmm. and not feel like, oh, that 
people are against you now and they hate you and all this other stuff like that. You know what I mean? Whatever they may feel behind it or whatever like that, that's their personal feeling. But I'm talking about and you personally moving on because that's what that's what stops a lot of us from like moving past certain things. You know what I mean? Is because like we do get caught up in oh, this person is going to feel this way. Or, or then sometimes people may manipulate us, try to manipulate us, you know, with their feelings and their emotions, or we may do that to people. You know what I mean? But you just can't take it personal. And like I said, every time you're you're outgrowing somebody or somebody is outgrowing, you learn to celebrate because that means that now you are in a greater place in your life and you're moving towards something greater than what you were personally in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when I see people leave a job, I don't, you know, let's celebrate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it's not that all oh, dang you're leaving. No, let's celebrate because you're choosing to step out on faith and do bigger and better things. You've outgrown mm-hmm. this place, and that encourages people that's still there. Like, wait, if they can outgrow this place, and if they can get to a place to where this place no longer suits who they are mm-hmm. in life, and not saying like you complain or you be angry about it or no, or I'm just gonna no, but it's just like you realize my time is up. You know what I mean? I've outgrown this place. I've gave all that I can give to this place that I'm in right now. And now I feel that God is moving me into something different. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going, you know, go where God is leading me and where life is taking me. And I'm just going to go there. But like, again, my biggest point in all of this is to say just to begin to celebrate the exits. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? Whether it be from places or people or things. I thank God that he shows us who people are, because if he don't show us the truth, even about ourselves, we'll stay small Mm -hmm. and we'll continue to live in small places. Yes, small places are inevitable for our growing and for where we're going. But the thing and the key is that we cannot get stuck in these places. And a lot of times, as we stated earlier, that we stay stuck in small places and small mindsets and emotions and feelings and thoughts is because we are afraid of the unknown. And we're afraid that we're not good enough. And we're afraid of being alone. And we're afraid that we'll fail. And we're afraid that it won't happen. But God wants you to know there's a season for everything. There is a time and a season for everything. And when God is calling you from a small place, he's not saying you're better than them, they, or the others. He's just saying that your life is called to something greater because everybody plays a role on this earth. And you have to know your role. And you also have to know the time that you are destined to outgrow even yourself. Look at it. When you were a child, I can't put those same pants on you that I brought you home from the hospital in. I don't even, I think, I don't even think your arm can get in those pants because you were small for a season, but now you are a grown man. So sometimes we feel only, we feel like we need to stay in small places so that we can feel connected and close to things that serve no purpose. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing too, like when, when you're saying that is a comfort zone and a lot of people are known to be addicted to comfort, you know, and this is just, for me, this works. You know what I mean? You'll see people that'll stay in a place for like 15, 20, 35 years. And not saying it's a bad thing. If that's where you, if that's where God is calling you to be, then amen, all glory to God. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's just like they, I 
people get so comfortable in those places. You know what I mean? I've always uh like wondered like when we left, like when we left Detroit, what was your mindset? Like when you like, yo, I gotta pick up, leave Detroit and go to a a whole new place. I mean, in every place that we went to, from New York to Jersey, Pennsylvania <laughs> to Virginia to Georgia to LA, back to uh, to Georgia. Like, what was your mindset in all of these things? Because you got to think about it. These are first time things. You know what I mean? For you, these are things that you have never done before. I've always known from a young, I'll say in my teens, I've always known that I was not able to fit in places. I wasn't able to stay in places. I have always been a person that I'm here today and gone tomorrow. And I believe that's the way God has ordained my life to be because every time I hear him say go, it's always to some, it gets better and better each trip. But for me to leave Detroit, the Lord got me out of there because you wouldn't have had a mama to raise you because I was going to blow up the church and the people in it. That's how angry I was. So I thank God that he will get us out of places that are way too small for us. Because if you were me, I'm, I don't like being crammed up in a small place. I need room to breathe, room to think, room to expand, room to grow. And so that's why I don't have a lot of people in my life. Yes, I'm a sociable woman. I love people, but I can't let my life get crowded like it used to be, especially with small-minded people. And those are the people that makes you feel you're not good enough or tell you that you cannot do this, that, or the other, or try to step on your neck so that you can't get up and be greater because those are the people that never seen anything good for themselves. So if they could stop you, then they feel like they won and that they're powerful. But God knows how to break that foot, split that crowd. Mm -hmm. And he knows how to get you out of those small places because again, life and God and Zion is going to always call you to bigger rooms. But the thing you have to understand is that when he calls you, when he called you, excuse me, you have to go empty handed and you might get to carry a few people, a few things with you, but don't count on it. Cause sometimes you may have to go alone mm -hmm. because your room is bigger than where you're willing to settle and you will never be fully blessed and pleased and satisfied in your soul if you continue to settle for the smaller room after the smaller room have already served purpose in your life. Mm -hmm. I think with, when I look back at all the times that we, you know, moved and picked up and left and went here and there, I think at first, like, obviously, you know, as a child, you think, um, well, What's dang. What's wrong with mama? Nah, not even. You just think like, dang, like, it's, we didn't even get a chance to connect. But what I like that you said is that sometimes you have to realize in life that there are just certain places and people and things that God won't allow you to fully connect to. You may have a, a, a small a time. Season. Yeah, a small window to connect here 
and you know and that's just it but i think it's always taught me that first of all you always move on you always move higher you always move on to better things and i also uh believe that it taught me like that life is always presenting fresh starts to you you know mm-hmm. that there's always a window of opportunity to start over and god will allow you those you know, windows and those times in your life when he feel that it is needed. And so like in all the moving, like, yeah, we made friends and we got friends in like different area codes. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like it's a blessing. You know what I mean? Because like at the end of the day, like I said, it's taught us a lot. Even in my life now, it's taught me how to disconnect when it's time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's taught me how to move on. It's taught me how to think beyond because I remember every time like when you would come to us and say that, we're going to move or we're going to go here. The first thing that I will always do is God is my witness. I would try to envision like what it's going to be like. Mm-hmm. And I will paint this picture in my mind that it's going to be this. And it was never a small minded picture to paint. It was always something that's going to be like, okay, this is going to be excellent. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not you no know, prideful way or anything mm-hmm. like that. But it was just like my vision of what was next was always bigger than where we were at at that present moment and so i that's what i personally you know thank god for is that the visions you know that they were always greater you know and that everything that he was doing it was always with purpose and plan obviously you know to birth something new in us but i thank god for every time that we were able to start fresh and we were able to uh even sometimes, like you said, we were able to take certain things or certain people along with us, but then eventually that those people or things fell off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because like you said, and as we talked about it, everything serves a purpose and everything, mm-hmm. you know, has its time and there's an expiration date and da 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 like that. But I just personally, overall, I thank God and I even thank God for this podcast because it actually like it opened up a lot, you know, for me, mm-hmm. you know, in this time. And I'm grateful for it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it will continue to help me as I go forward in my life and make the necessary changes and moves that I need to make, you know, mm-hmm. and going forward. So I just encourage everybody that's basically listening to this is to know that wherever you are right now, it's not your it's not your end all be all. Mm-hmm. God has greater things in store for you, but you just have to allow yourself to think beyond the box that you or either other people try to put yourself in in the present season that you find yourself in because your life is so much bigger. Yes, you may start out preaching or teaching to one person, but eventually God's going to send the five hundreds or the thousands or the millions or whatever like that. And God is going to be able to do that, but you have to believe that he can do it. So I encourage y'all to just stay the course. And I even encourage myself to do the same thing, you know, and and you as well to get into these things, because sometimes we have all these ideas and these goals and mm-hmm. plans that we want to do. And sometimes we're the only ones that's limiting ourselves because we don't serve a limit to God. We serve a God that has no limits and mm-hmm. that's able to do exceedingly abundantly above. And that's why I love those words so much is because he's letting us know Life is bigger than what you see it as. Mm-hmm. And so I thank God for that. But I encourage us all to just stay the course and just keep going and keep growing and climbing higher. But that's all I feel I have to say. Yeah. And I just want to say that I thank God for me being spirit led, even when I didn't know I was being led by the spirit. Because what God showed me and when I look back over my life, God was just preparing us for the bigger room. Just like Ray Kia said to me last week, Mom, all that time when we were leaving, it was preparing because she has been traveling so much. You have even traveled. 
I have traveled and getting ready to travel some more. It just because if you don't get out of those small places and if the back door and the backyard is the only thing is your vision is your only vision, you will never launch out into the deep and see the bigger things that God has in store for you. And so I thank God that even though others may have called me crazy for stepping out of this, that, and the other, or walking away from them, they, or that, or those, whatever it is, I know that every step, I started small, but each time I took the step out of obedience, the steps enlarged themselves. And the room keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So I encourage you to not settle. It's okay to start in the small places, but don't plant your garden there. Don't get stuck there. Don't reside there. And don't let your vision be only in that room. Continue to think, believe, and feel yourself in a bigger place because God has greater for you. And I thank God because sometimes we can get comfortable in small places. And for me, being in a small place, I feel suffocated. And I'm tired of allowing myself to feel suffocated when the other room has more air for me to breathe. So let's be encouraged. And let's get away from the small-minded people. I don't care if you know them like God told me a long time ago. Don't you ever get caught up on the quantity of relationships. I want you to be caught up on the quality. Because you can stay in a small situation, a small relationship, a small mindset. Because you've known somebody 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And you know that atmosphere and that relationship depletes you. It takes away, it diminishes you, but because you are loyal to the quantity, you keep yourself in a small place and you miss out on what life has in store for you. So I encourage you again to enjoy your small beginnings because when you can celebrate them, the next room is bigger than the room you are in right now. Trust God and believe, and we thank God that we are back. And we will continue these podcasts. So I pray that we've encouraged you, inspired you, and uplifted you. You are blessed. You are bigger than where you are now. And I pray that you will look beyond your back door, your backyard, or even your small mindset and know That Zion is calling you to a bigger and higher and better room. God bless, and we're out. This is the Naked Truth, and we out. I need a savior. I've been reaching, I've been searching for a savior. Someone to come save my soul. I need a savior. Sleepless nights, man, I've been yearning for a savior. Praying peace possess my soul, cause I've been seeking and running, looking for you. It's your light in the darkness seeing me through. Said I've been seeking and running, looking for you. It's your light in the darkness seeing me through. I need a savior.